Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Captain Jim Palmer, and I'm the dream business coach, and I have a very exciting interview for you today. A fellow business coach, his name is Clay Clark. He is the former U.S. SBA Entrepreneur of the Year, a member of Forbes Business Coach Council, an Amazon best-selling author, and the host of the Thrive Time Show podcast, which has hit number one on the iTunes charts in the category of business six times. He got to interview so many wonderful people, including John Maxwell. I got a chance to check that show out. John Maxwell, obviously a hero of mine. Throughout Clay's career, he's founded several multi-million dollar businesses, including djconnection.com, epicphotos.com, MakeYourLifeEpic.com. I think there's a theme going there. Yeah. Clay, I'm really excited to have you on the program today. How are you doing? Uh, well, I'm honored to, to be on your show, and I, I hope that your uh, listeners can benefit uh, greatly. My goal is for this not to be the worst interview you've ever had to do. Well, judging from uh, hearing you as a host, I doubt that's true. I doubt that'll even be possible because you've got a lot of experience. I've done. Uh, I've been interviewing people for six years. I've been on yeah. over 300 podcasts as a guest, so I think neither of us is mm. probably going to suck. If anybody, that'll probably be me. And um, I don't know if you know this, but I, I live and run my businesses from a boat. So the only thing I suffer from is boat Wi-Fi. If it occasionally has a tiny little hiccup, but I, I think I've got some good bandwidth for the next half hour. That is awesome. Boat bandwidth. <laughs> I'm excited. It is. So I'm always curious about uh, the people I interview. You know, my audience are entrepreneurs and small business owners. Clay, did you have the entrepreneurial gene? Did you were you uh, influenced by your parents or grandparents, or are you the first one to break break free of the uh, regular paycheck? I'm the first one to uh, to break free. Um, uh, that uh, and my direct you know family, not my mom or my dad, really. We're, we're entrepreneurial. Um, my grandfather was uh, self-employed and uh, due to some financial uh, things that were going on in our lives, um, my dad was you know, delivering pizzas despite being graduating from the t at the top of his class from Oral Roberts University and he was delivering pizzas and working at a gas station and you know doing what he could do to provide but yet he had that college degree from a private school called Oral Roberts University and I just got tired of poverty. And my grandfather never really uh, taught me anything about business. I just observed that he never seemed to stress out about what things cost at Burger King when he took me out for breakfast. And as a family, we never went to Burger King. And I thought, man, this guy's fancy. He's got to be doing something right. And so I'd ask him questions and he really didn't teach me a lot about business, but that's where I think the curiosity came from probably. And so did you go to college or university or? Yeah, I went to Oral Roberts University when I was a senior in high school at Dassel Cocado High School. I had enough high school credits to go to college early. So I went to college early on their uh, post-secondary program to St. Cloud State University. And then I realized, you know, for about three or four years, they're not going to talk about anything that relates to what I want to do. So I probably mm. should find a faster way. So I transferred into Oral Roberts University, and I paid a guy named uh, Nathan Piot. I believe his last name was Piot, who was a senior paid him like three or 400 bucks to teach me how to do Adobe Photoshop in like a day 
because they were going to take a year to teach me after two years of prerequisites. And then I paid another guy, uh, Ryan Tedder, who's a, with a Grammy uh, award-winning songwriter for One Republic. I, I, I paid him to teach me how to use microphones. And I just kind of paid my way through. And then I used that fancy microphone and I recorded a parody about uh, my school's president that he did not find to be funny. And I got kicked out of college at Oral Roberts University, thus uh, creating a, a motivation to provide for myself because I had no backup plan. There was a book. I don't know um, if you ever heard of it. It was called Get Fired and Get Fired Up. So There it is. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people uh, find themselves as business owners after uh, that transition. Um, I bet you never, I bet all the people that you paid for that education, which is what I call purchasing speed. I bet not, I bet it didn't even amount to as much as you paid for your books for a semester. You are, you're correct. And you know, guys like you who are, are coaches with a proven track record, um, they're invaluable. And, uh, you know, right now, um, th- at this very moment, I pay uh, Gary Grant, his company is called seoinc.com. And I don't make a commission if anybody buys anything from him, but I, I pay Gary Grant. I think we're paying eight grand a month or, or five grand a month. I can't remember what we're paying. We have, we have the contract with him. I pay him every month uh, for ongoing search engine education. I paid Bruce Clay for ongoing search engine education. I think 8,000 a month for him. Um, and then uh, Michael Levine, the PR guy for uh, Nike and Michael Jackson, and Prince. I pay him for help with our, our PR stuff. And I'm a big believer. I mean, you just, you buy back your time, you know, you pay a thousand bucks and you learn the secret moves and figure if, Michael Jackson's using that guy for PR during the prime of his career or President Clinton's using him. I should probably use him too. And uh, once you figure that out, you pay for uh, answers and you can go so much faster. I 100% agree with you. It allows you to stay in your zone of genius. You know, whenever I mention that whole purchase speed and people go, no, oh, I don't really believe that. I said, then right. why, why would you, you know, when you can mail a letter from, you know, the East Coast to the West Coast for, I don't even know what it is, but it used to be, you know, in the low 40s. Now it's probably 52. I have no clue. But why would you then pay, you know, FedEx like 20 bucks or 25 bucks? I mean, it's ridiculous. Well, it gets there faster. Bingo. Okay. Open your eyes. And it's interesting too, as, as you, and again, I, I'm a person who has a myopic interest in, I call the F6 life, but I want to have my best life in the areas of faith, family, finance, fitness, friendship, and fun, faith, family, finance, fitness, friendship, fun. And I believe that my business is just a vehicle to allow me to get there. So I literally just got off the phone before this with a, a guy who was saying, Clay, I want to hire you for, for coaching, you know? And I'm like, I want, I'm, I'm not available, but I appreciate you and you're a great guy. And he says, well, I, I want to pay that. I want to pay. So that's cool, but I'm not available. Um, but he said, but no, seriously, this is a big account. And um, when you, for me, once you figure out what you're all about, like what your goals are, where you want to go, it's really easy to say no to money that's right in your face or to say yes, or to say no. And I think it's, if your listeners out there are, are wanting to make today's show actionable, I think it'd be really helpful to ask yourself, what, where do you want to get to in the next 12 months? Where do you want to go? And then what does that cost? And then who knows the answers that you could pay them? You know, who, who, could, who, could, who could you pay for that speed? And then if you say, I can't afford it, you do the old move I did. This is a great move. It's a, it's a great venture capital move. You get a job at, at Target, Applebee's, and DirecTV at the same time. And then you turn off your air conditioning, which is what I did. I turned off the air conditioning. I got rid of the one car. We had two cars. I got rid of one car. I had one cell phone, one car, no air conditioning, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Dateline, 1999. And uh, my wife and I, we, we built uh, big businesses by uh, living below our means, eating a lot of ramen noodles. The chicken panini, it's a 96 cents, the budget gourmet in the frozen food section at Walmart. You did that move. But I'd ask yourself, if you're listening today, where do you want to go? Who knows the answers? 
What's that going to cost? And what can you cut out of your life to afford it? I think that's where most people fall down. Most entrepreneurs who, and I think the big transition, which you described, go, go, when you go from being the hunter to the hunted, I mean, that's the, that's the real beauty. And you know, you've kind of made it there. But I think most people, and I don't know if you find this, but um, they don't have the courage to, you know, invest in themselves. They don't have the courage to actually risk what they have now. Do you know what I mean? To yep. get something they want later. Well, I, don't, I don't, really don't want to do without a car, right? You know, heck, I can't live without air conditioning. But, you know, if I get a few extra bucks, I'll do that. I mean, that, that's really what separates, I think, high earners and, and you know, high performing individuals. They just don't have the courage and belief in themselves. I'm going to tell the listeners here, this is uh, maybe an exercise you don't want to do, but this is an interesting thing. I had a guy shadow me. Uh, we have listeners that want to be clients. We don't have space for them. So a lot of times I'll say, why don't you just come to Tulsa? It's free and shadow me for a day. Just spend a day literally following me to all the meetings and we vet them a little bit, you know, but it's cost you zero dollars. Come to Tulsa or you can come to a workshop or something. So this young whippersnapper shadowing me and he looks at me and he says, those are Yeezys. You're wearing. Those Yeezy shoes. Those are like $500. And I said, yeah, those were a gift from a client. He goes, really? Uh, well, because uh, I wear the same thing every day. I wear a baseball jersey with my wife's name on it on the back. It says Vanessa, the number 99. So I remember where I came from. Boom on the front. I wear a hat that says boom. And I wear the fancy and one shorts that I bought at Walmart for $9.99. Really fancy. And I wear an undershirt from a company called George that I buy for $3.99. So my total outfit, I'm wearing probably here, uh, Jim, probably 100 bucks of, of, of clothing today. Of, you know, my shorts are super cheap. And this guy, we're going over, he goes, you wear those shorts. Those are like nine bucks, dude. Why don't you upgrade to like, to like Lululemon or something? And I'm noticing the poor guy who's shadowing me is wearing probably $500 of crap. And I'm wearing like $99 of crap. And he says, well, what do you wear? Do you wear this every day? And I go, yeah, I got five jerseys. It's unbelievable. And he says, well, what do you do for fun? And then we start going over our schedules and how we spend our time. This guy is like a 25-year-old guy, and he spends more money going out to eat in a week than I spend like in two months. And he's dressing more bougie and fancy than I am. And I think we just got to be honest with ourselves. I mean, I was just telling the guy, and he was coachable, but he, he, I said, you got to, you know, you got to get more simple, man. Do the Steve Jobs method. Wear some nice jeans and a black shirt and maybe a sport coat and save money. You're, you're spending way too much on apparel. You're spending way too much on going out to eat. You're spending way too much on internet and cable and all these things you don't need, cable TV. And you got to focus in on what matters. And we had a really good heart-to-heart -heart talk. And he, I think he was re receptive to it. But I think we got to ask ourselves, what are we spending money on? That we It's just a waste of time. And then we can free up the money to invest in ourselves. Because I think a lot of people are spending way too much money on things that don't matter. Man, I didn't. I wasn't really going to take the interview this way, but man, you, I, that is really ringing true. You know, my wife and I were a little, almost two and a half years since we we sold our house of twenty eight years. We live on this boat. I mean, it's a nice boat, but it's yeah. I'm not going camping on the water. But um, you know, we started a YouTube channel, and some people are asking, "Well, how did how do you live in like you know four hundred fifty square feet?" And and um, my wife just blurted out, and it wasn't was unrehearsed. She goes, "We've decided to live with less so we can experience more." Come on, repeat that again. That's hot. Can you repeat that again? That was really good. I know. I'm like, honey, she goes, we decided to live with less so we can experience more. We've traveled from Florida to New England twice. We're going to go to the Bahamas. We're going to do something called the Great Loop. And we are meeting people and seeing parts of this country you cannot see from the highway or the planes. Love it. And, and you know, we have, we have a, a bedroom set, a kitchen in our storage unit. We got rid of everything else. And we just live on this boat and experience life. I mean, it's like, oh, it is oh, so freeing when you don't have all that crap. I can't even believe it wasn't my goal. I'm getting excited about this. It wasn't our goal 
but and it's hard to be a minimalist on a 50 foot yacht but i really feel we're minimalist because we everything we have is on this boat and yeah we, we don't go shopping anymore because honestly we can't fit anything i don't I, I have a kindle now instead of my 600 book library you know it's just like we we've lived we live with less to experience more so, man that is so cool that, that you know success hasn't changed you in that regard i'm on your website right now and i gotta tell you um, you are, you're, you're looking good on a boat too. I mean, you're not only on a boat, but you're looking good in the green shirt. You're looking good on the blue shirt. You're looking like you're having fun here. You're with your wife. <laughs> That's great, man. I'm That's so awesome. I am, I am, I am digging life. I mean, I've, I've, I went through some crap and went through cancer and unemployment and all different stuff, but I mean, I am, I'm a total blessed man, but this is, this is more about you. Let me get back to sure. this. You're an Eagles fan though, too. So I want to deep, I want to get deep into that deep. dark. I am. And I'm lighter. currently in New England in, in hardcore Patriots country. And I got yes. an Eagles flag on the front of my boat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Back to you. Yeah, back to no, back to you. Um, so, so I'm just curious, what was you know you founded several uh, multi-million dollar businesses, Clay. What was the first one? Yeah, and let's do this because I think the listeners out there um, would do themselves well to look up the word charlatan. Yeah, I think charlatan is a word you want to look up because a charlatan is somebody who falsely claims something. So I think what we should do is assume I'm making these things up and then just go verify. Okay, so. Um, djconnection.com if people go there. I don't own the company anymore. Full disclosure, I make no money if you book them or if you don't. I sold the company, so I'm not in control of the culture. I really don't know what's going on over there. But uh, before I sold it, we were doing 4,000 weddings a year. And I started that at mm. a college dorm room as kind of like a hip-hop club DJ kind of guy. And I paid my way through college because Oral Roberts University is $20,000 a year to go there. And I could sell you attendance or a ticket to my dance parties at the Marriott, where it was very hot, for $5 a head. So if I only had to, I only had to sell 4,000 tickets a year to pay for college. You know, that was my move. And then that morphed into someone said, could you do my wedding? I'm going, because uh, I'm used to dudes going, bro, can you DJ our club? And then, you know, nice ladies calls, can you do my wedding? And I'm going, I don't want to be a sellout. I remember my dad, my dad was not an entrepreneur, but my dad corrected me here. He said, son, you trust me, you won't be a sellout because you're not selling anything. But if you want to sell something, you should be a sellout and you should do weddings because they're consistent. And I'm like, whatever, dad, whatever. But then I got poor enough to listen and uh, I built that company, DJ Connection. And as I was growing it, I couldn't get into the bridal shows. They have these big wedding shows where you can plan your day in a day. You can choose the florist, the photographer, the videographer, these big seminars, big convention halls. You can kind of picture it in your mind, hundreds of vendors. And they wouldn't let me in the show because they said they already had three DJs. I remember going, three DJs, what? So I went back to Napoleon Hill, thinking Grow Rich, opened it up to the Mastermind chapter, got myself fired up, and realized I needed to build my own wedding show. So I took out my Discover card I'd had since I was 16 years old, rented that Renaissance hotel room for about 10 grand or less, something like that. I bought ads on KTUL Channel 8, and I'm out 18 grand. And then I went around town selling booths to my show, saying things like, the Renaissance Hotel will be there. DJ Connection will be there and uh, other great vendors. Now, the Renaissance Hotel was the hotel we were having it at. And I got a few more vendors and a few more vendors. And eventually, I grew that into the largest wedding show in Tulsa. And then over time, I thought, well, yeah, every bride's asking me who I'd recommend for photography. So I'll start a photography company called epicphotos.com, which I've since sold, but that, that, that existed. And then brides were asking for dance floors and margarita machines. And so I thought, well, you can't build a good monopoly unless you have the dance, the party rental company. So I bought, bought a company called Party Perfect, which is now Party Pro. This still exists, uh, Party Pro, if you look at it, Party Pro Tulsa. Um, and then it kept growing. And then Tulsa uh, called me and said, you're the entrepreneur of the year for the city of Tulsa in the chamber. 
And then uh, state of Oklahoma gave me a call and said the SBA has named me as Oklahoma's Entrepreneur of the Year in 2007. And I'm in a limo with my wife. And uh, my wonderful wife said, hey, after this thing, do you think maybe you could schedule time to see your kids? Mm-mm. And I thought, where's my buddy, Jim? I got to get on a boat. This is bad. <laughs> and I realized, like, I was an idiot because I'd earned money. Remember, I didn't – I asked the listeners to do this, but I never thought about what my goals were. I just thought making more money was the goal. And because I could, I kept doing it. So I kept partnering with people that wanted me to help them make more money. And I kept making more money, more money, trying to eat the world. But I didn't spend time with my freaking wife. And here's the deal. My son was born blind the same time that I won the Entrepreneur of the Year award. Aubrey Napoleon Hill. And I got a book written by George Foreman called God in My Corner that I bought because I felt compelled to read it, but I did not want to buy it. I found that book at Sam's Club. It was staring at me. And I knew that George Foreman was a bad dude. And I thought, I'm going to read this bad dude with this weird title, God in My Corner. In the book, I learned about George Foreman's uh, nephew uh, being in a coma. And George said, God, if you'll heal my son, I will retire from boxing and serve you. And as a non-Christian, I thought, well, I'll do a similar prayer. And my blind son began to see. And then I sold all those businesses and I did my version of living in a boat. And so I don't live in a boat. I live in uh, on 17 acres with trees, thousands of trees. And I decided to change how my approach to business. So now I have built all the businesses to serve me. And now I'm very purposeful about uh, how my, you know, the businesses uh, are allowing my wife and our five kids and our, we have like 25 silky chickens and 13 cats and a, pool that looks like it's in a resort somewhere and we just like live life the way michael jordan played basketball or marvin gay same sang a song and i just try to live conflict free only having great people in my life and selling great products that i'm proud of and uh, making a great profit and so now we have a men's grooming lounge called elephant in the room it's a men's grooming lounge called eitrlounge.com we have thousands of members and then we have one of the largest marketing companies in oklahoma called uh, makeyourlifeepic.com and uh, we have multiple multi-million dollar businesses, and that's that's what we do. Well, I'm I'm guessing you sound smart enough to 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 not ever forget uh, the great healing power that that your son was blessed with. No, and I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Um, uh, for any of the listeners out there, they're like, "That's a little woo woo." I didn't turn into this show to get woo woo. I'm just telling you, my partner, Dr. Robert Zellner, is an optometrist. So he's a 54 year old man who's an optometrist. When you talk to an optometrist and they say to you, your son is blind, he won't see, you think, well, if you're an entrepreneur, there's got to be another way. So I went to the Dean McGee Eye Institute. They said he wouldn't see and went through all this. And uh, when my son was healed, uh, my wife decided to turn it into a book called Now I See, which uh, uh, people buy on Amazon a lot. And I think we make like a dollar every time someone buys one. So Jim, we're making dollars. But um, that book is, um, tells the story. And if you read, if you get the book, if you're listening right now and you get the book, uh, she wrote it, and you're going to think much less of me until, Jim, I figured out that I should never forget the healing power that happened. That's right. And I was, George Foreman, I, I tell you, I heard him speak once. It's what, what was one of the funny things I remember. He's, I forget how many sons he has, but they're all George. I think George won too. He goes, you know what? Yes. Because I've been knocking the head so many times I can True. remember. I, I and, met the Georges. Um, yeah. That's so awesome. No, I, the, my listeners know who I am. I'm, I'm not shy about who I am. I mean, when I was, I was unemployed for 18 months, four teenagers at home, all approaching $100,000 in debt, just went through stage two cancer, and God told me to become an entrepreneur. I'm like, wait, you got the right number? I'm broke. I'm in debt. Are you serious? And I mean, he has blessed me. So yeah, I have no trouble 
no trouble mentioning that. Um, Clay, first of all, I'm loving the interview. We got about 10 minutes left. I, I wish we had an hour left, but you know, you strike me. First of all, I've always told people, if you look at very successful people, the one thing they all have in common, and there's probably several, they don't lack confidence. And I can hear in your voice, you have so much confidence. Did you always have that or, you know, were you nervous in uh, your dorm room and did it, did, I mean, confidence comes from success, yeah. but were you always like, I know I'm going to be successful. It is, it is rude to argue with the hosts. I won't argue with you about the confidence and success. I'll <laughs> tell you what happened for me. Um, I stuttered until I was 13 and now I have a AM radio show that's uh, beating Rush Limbaugh on the ratings. So the irony of that never ceases to amaze me. But I stuttered and my parents, you know, tried the best they could to provide a speech pathologist with limited funds. And I just watched humans. And kids can be mean to each other, by the way. 12-year-olds, pick on 12-year-olds, 13. You know, there was always that one kid who's off to the side. And I was that kid off to the side. You know, I remember going on the bus. The first time I was on the bus, I remember all the kids chanted my name and I thought it was like a good thing because I had never been on the bus before. And then they all started mocking me for stuttering. I thought they were cheering for me. And so it like wrecked my mind. And so I have got to a place where all I need is the air I breathe and a place to lay my head. That's all I need is the air I breathe. That's all I need. And I, I'm very appreciative of everything that I have, but I don't get, I've confided in myself that if I ever learned to talk or didn't, God did not make a mistake when he made me. So I had to be okay with being alone. And so now I've actually, it's so crazy. Now when we have our conferences, when people attend, there's people everywhere and it's really stressful for me. Uh, and people, and it's kind of a comedy. I think people who struggle with a lot of things growing up are, are people go through dark periods or the funniest sometimes. So it's kind of like a, it's very funny. You know, it's like Jim Gaffigan meets business and people love the thing, but people are like, man, your husband must be so gregarious, Vanessa. And she's like, uh, there are many days. He says two words before noon because I'm just very to myself now. And so I guess my confidence coming from, comes from knowing that I am a child of God and that even if I made no money, I, I made a bunch of money or lost a bunch of money, have a lot of success or no success, I'm still blessed because I'm on this earth for some purpose. I know that Matthew 5.10 says, blessed are those who are persecuted for their righteousness for they shall inherit the kingdom of heaven. And I know that even if I'm persecuted and I'm Martin Luther King Jr. and I die or I'm Abraham Lincoln and I die or I'm Jesus Christ and I die or I'm Socrates and I die for being right, that's okay because I'm blessed. For the, the Blessed are those who are persecuted for the righteousness. So my confidence comes from no man. It comes from the man who made me, the, the God who made me. That's where it comes from. Now we're talking. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That is, that is, that is just so awesome. Um, you wrote a book called uh, Start Here, the world's best business growth book. Yeah. Um, and in there, one of the things you write about was building the A-team, which you alluded to earlier, purchasing, oh, yeah. you know, education. How did you come to, was that new to you or? Well, I found that we have, the, the Steve Jobs has a quote where he says, the dynamic range between A players and C players is just, you know, incredible. Uh, and and he, it's, it's, I mean, it's a dynamic range of A players, Steve Jobs, looking it up. Here we go. So he says here, he says, he's talking about how when he's growing Apple, he says, I noticed that the dynamic range between what an average person could do and what an A player could do could be 50 to 100 to 1. Given that, you'll be well advised to go after the cream of the cream. A small team of A players can run circles around a giant team of B and C players. And so I found that, like, you know, I get to work um, 
I, get, I, get, I show up at the work every day at 3 a.m. I get here at 3 a.m. Uh, that's why I, tell my, you know, get to work. So I get here at 3, um, and I get here at 3, and uh, John's here, I'm here, Andrew's here, Ben's here, Amelia's here. There's a lot of people here, and people go, Clay, you got hundreds of employees. How do you get them all to get there at 3? I don't tell them to get there at 3. I don't encourage them. But there are just certain people. We work Monday through Thursday, 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. But some of them, they figured out when the work's done, they can go home earlier. You know, so a lot of them like to take off the four-day weekend, weekend or the three-day. So, but again, these A players, I don't have to say, hey, beat your boss to work and you'll get promoted. They've kind of figured that out. And so I just do an interview every week. If you can picture it, I interview about 40 candidates. I do it personally, all at the same time, kind of like an auditorium style. I interview 30 to 50 people all at the same time every week, every Wednesday at 6 p.m. And then the ones I like, I have them shadow me. And uh, we have an abundance of A players. I really don't, we don't have a whole lot of B and C players around here. That is awesome. One of the things that um, I had, a, I had about 13 virtual assistants. That's my, my very lean wow. company. And um, one of the things I was doing, uh, it slacked off, honestly, since I moved on the boat, but I would pay them for an hour a week to do nothing except think about my business. Said, no, this isn't task oriented. I want you to sit somewhere, close your eyes. And is there, a, is there an opportunity to grow that I'm missing? Is there an opportunity to improve, to become more efficient, to do That's anything? Good. And yeah. then uh, once a month, I would hold a uh, group conference call and I just do a round robin. What you got for me? And I can't even tell you how many ideas <laughs> that have improved my company and made us more money. Uh, because it was kind of like, kind of like took it from the Sam Walton. He learns his best ideas from the truck drivers and the floor sweepers, not his executive suite. So, yeah, that's a that's an awesome move. That's a, that's that is a super move. Oh my God, Clay! I, I can't again. I can't. I've, I've enjoyed this on so many levels. Um, so I know you. I know you. You told me in the green room there that uh, you're you're full up on on coaching clients. But how can people learn you? Should they go get your books? Like what? Yeah. What should they do? Because I'm sure they're going to want to connect thinking, with you. I was thinking of a way to thank you for allowing uh, me on the show and, and your listeners for listening. And so what, what I've what I've come up with is um, you're on iTunes. And uh, so many people, you know, find your show on iTunes. So this is my little offer for your listeners. If all the listeners out there will go and find the Dream Business Radio podcast on iTunes and give it an objective review. Give it, give it a review. Tell Brother Jim how he's doing. Uh, tell him what you like about his shows. Just give him a review on iTunes. So subscribe to him on iTunes and leave him a review. If you'll do that and then screenshot that and send it to info at thrivetimeshow.com. So step one, subscribe to Jim's podcast, the Dream Business Radio podcast. Two, leave an objective review. And three, screenshot that and email it to info at thrivetimeshow.com. Um, the tickets that we sell at our workshop are no normally $250. And I would be happy to sell you one for $37 because that's our hard cost. And then you can come to our 20,000 square foot uh, dojo of mojo and meet my team and 150 other multimillionaires will be in attendance and uh, you will learn how to make that business grow uh, courtesy of our good friend, Jim. Thank you, Jim. Clay, that's awesome, man. Thank you. I've really enjoyed connecting with you. I have a feeling this won't be the last time we talk. All right, man, you take care and uh, avoid excessive waves, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we know. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan. I don't untie the lines unless it's like less than three feet out there. But, oh, man. Yeah. I appreciate it so much. Hey, folks, that wraps up this very special interview with Clay Clark. I am Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. If this is the only place we're connected, make sure you fix that. You can go to getjimpalmer.com. That's my main website. You can connect with me on Facebook at Build Your Dream Business Now. But until then, this time next week, we have another fantastic interview. I'm Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. You take good care. 
Now it's time to go implement what you've learned. Great ideas are nice, but results only happen through action and implementation. So stay focused. Kick all distractions to the curb. Sleep a little less if you have to. And create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle. To learn about building your dream business, join Jim's free Dream Business Facebook community at dreambizgroup.com. That's dreambizgroup.com. See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.